Hello and welcome to the Whole Body Podcast, where you can spend some time listening about wellness, movement, nutrition and mindset as we listen and learn from experts, local identities and people just like yourself, how to become stronger, happier and experience a fulfilling life. Stay tuned for our next episode coming up shortly. Good afternoon and welcome to everybody to the Whole Body Podcast. I am really, really excited today to introduce you to Jenny French. Jenny has a Perth-based business called Your Meals and um, I will let Jenny tell you all about what she does, but she does an amazing job working in the nutritional space with families, with uh, single people, with anyone that needs extra help. Uh, planning their meals or having them and having them cooked for them. So, Jenny, tell us what you do in the nutrition space in Perth. Thank you, Linda. Thank you for having me. Um, yeah, your meals. Um, it's a personal meal preparation service. So we actually um, have a team of cooks, and our cooks will go into a client's home and prepare their meals in bulk for them to freeze and reheat um, as they need them. And it's a, I guess it's a more personal, healthier alternative to the pre-made meals like lean cuisines and new foods and stuff like that. Um, our clients actually provide the ingredients and oh. I wanted to do it that way because um, we needed full flexibility to be able to adjust meals to suit our clients' dietary needs. Uh, we have many clients with allergies and intolerances, people with specific diets. Um, I actually started the the service as a ketogenic low carb service. Um, so, and I know that that is such a personal way of eating for people. Everybody does it differently. So I wanted to be able to cook those meals to suit that particular person's way of doing low carb or keto. Um, and it's just kind of grown to way more people than I ever expected. Lots of people with with special diets and, and allergies and sensory issues, people who don't, you know, they've got children that don't like vegetables, so we blend the vegetables up for them. Lots of different clients. So what would your ideal client look like? So I'm looking at your um, packages that you've got, the large family freezer cook-up, the freezer fill-up, the take-a-break. So... I will say they all look like fantastic value, by the way. Um, I can imagine if you're a busy mum working and you wanted to have several healthy meals on your your menu for the week, these this would be fantastic to have yeah. at your beck and call in your freezer. So what does your ideal client or your preferred client or any client look like? Uh, it actually varies a lot so we have obviously the busy people who don't have the time for cooking people who find that they spend so much money on takeaway but they're not getting any nutritional value from that um, they switch to our service we've got um, a lot of people in the disability sector uh, we're able to adjust our service to suit them as well and um, people who um, you know they like to go to the gym and eat healthy and they just want those easy healthy options in the in the fridge for them also new parents mm -mm. new parents would be a great a great little gift for a new newly home mum with a new baby wouldn't it a little week yeah. of cooking. that'd be a great gift for someone to yeah. pass on um do you find that it's generally working people or is it people on a higher income or doesn't it seem to matter 
It doesn't seem to matter um, because we do have a lot of clients in the disability sector. Um, many of them can actually have the cost of the service covered by their NDIS funding. Oh, that's um, handy. Yeah. yeah. But um, no, it, it really does vary. We get people from all over the metropolitan area. You know, we've got Cottesloe and Mosman Park, but then we've also got um, Fremantle and Kubalup and Bibber Lake and, you know, Wanneroo and stuff like that. So, yeah. You work kind of from Joondalup. Is it Mantra or is it Rockingham or how far? At Coburn at this age, so Coburn North. Yep. Um, yep, I'm doing a bit of a drive to find cooks south of the river because we do have demand um, all the way down to Mandra. <laughs> so what does your what does it look like working for you, Jenny? Because I know that you're desperately looking for staff to fill Mandra, yep. for yep. one thing, down through that way. What does it look like? How many hours a week does it take to be a staff member of yours or what's the time honestly it's up to the cook I give my cooks full flexibility so they are able to choose the suburbs that they would like to cover and they also set their own working hours um, they are their own bosses so they don't have to explain to me if they want time off they can just you know book it out um, they you know can choose if if there's somebody that they don't want to cook for that's fine we can find somebody else to to cook for that client so they have full flexibility um, I don't ask for my cooks to have professional cooking experience. I actually look at their background. So a lot of our cooks have an ex like either personal or professional experience in either the health background or the disability sector. So that just means that they have empathy and understanding when it comes to our clients' needs and they are able to, you know, listen to what our client needs and adjust the service to suit them. Oh, and I guess because they're working for you, they don't have to have their own insurance or is there an insurance they have to take out to cover themselves or? Business insurance, but I cover their workers' comp and I also pay their super. Oh, okay. That's nice. That's nice. So what areas are you predominantly looking for? for uh, basically south of the river all the way down to Mandra. And out, so I'm in the hills in Armadale. Have you got out this way as well? Uh, yep, I've got one cook this way but could definitely use another um my cooks are almost at full full capacity now so yeah. um yeah and is full capacity 20 hours a week or so I've got um a, I've got one lady who only works um a day and a half oh. um because she has other jobs and she volunteers at her school canteen as well um and then I've got others who do three days somebody else does six days so it's really up to them um, if, if somebody wants to come in for one shift a week, that's fine. Doesn't bother me. You know, each shift is a minimum of two hours. Um, but yeah, it, it's totally up to. And I guess it's fairly come. flexible. They don't have to have a special vehicle to carry food in because the client provides all the food. They just turn up and cook with their apron and. Yep. And a thermomix. Yep. Sorry? A thermomix. <laughs> oh, a thermomix. So do they yep. buy that themselves or the clients have one? No, I hope to appeal to people who already have a thermomix, yeah. as I yeah. realise that's a really large, a large investment. Um, uh, some of our clients have them, not all of them, but the thermomix just means that they're able to get cook multiple amounts of dishes mm -hmm. at once, so we're not yeah. in a client's kitchen all day. Yeah, yeah, good. I know I got introduced to thermomixes through my daughter and they're absolutely, I use them all the time. I didn't think I would because I've cooked from scratch forever. You know, my children have all grown, they're all big, they've all left home now. So I have didn't have a thermo, but I really use it a lot. It surprises yeah. me. 
Good. All right. So I noticed as well on your, uh, you've got a great recipe page as well with things for people to try themselves on your website. Your website's amazing, actually. I think I know who probably built it for you. Um, <laughs> and I love your your uh, your electrolyte drink recipe. That looks pretty nice on there. Um, so many recipes on there for people to choose. Do you have a favourite? Oh, um. Gosh, that's a really hard question. And <laughs> have to narrow it down. Probably the Christmas cake, actually, because um, it I created that from a recipe that my mum used to make. Oh, so it's nice. just a healthier version of um, of a cassata that she made every Christmas. And I loved that cassata. Yeah. Um, but being able to have something that is, you know, sugar-free and low carb and yeah. sits well in my stomach. I'll have to it's, look for this. Yeah, so I'll important for this recipe. <laughs> so before we started chatting online, we talked about um, how we've just both of us been to Europe or to England. Both of us were to England actually, and how difficult it was to um, stay on a lower carb diet. I guess because you're not in your normal place of living, you don't really know where to go to get stuff, and you haven't got access to cooking for yourself or being able to make the meals for yourself. But we both said how we noticed a change in our bodies eating a different diet to what we wanted to eat. And um, for me, that difference is um, I guess I'm awake more. I don't sleep as well. My my fingers are swelling if I'm eating more carbs. Um, I'm actually tired as well. I get more tired and irritable. Um, how does it how does it, are you able to share how it manifests with you if you're not eating your normal lower carb diet? Yeah, um, the biggest difference is my stomach. I get really bloated and gassy. Um, yeah. It hurts. It, you know, if I have, you know, a day of carbs, I'm okay. But that, if I go over that, anything yeah. more than one day and it's just it's painful um but I also noticed that it does affect my mental health ah yeah, yeah. I yeah. do feel quite down and sluggish and grumpy um mm. so yeah I do try to you know sometimes it is impossible um as I said to you we had COVID and was stuck in the house when we were in the UK so yeah. very limited on what we could eat but um I try to get back into it as soon as I can. <laughs> I know. So when you're back into it, what's the normal day of eating low carb for you? What kinds of things do you pop in to your I Mostly I have protein and veg. Um, yeah. So I, I used to do keto, um, but I found low carb was a better fit for me because I found I would binge a bit with the fasting. Mm -hmm. So low carb... I just have my protein and veg with a tiny bit of fat for breakfast. Um, and I do that for my three meals a day, basically, mm. with a protein bar. Um, so I eat three to three to four hours space. Yeah. 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 Um, after my workouts, I'll have a, a little bit of healthy carbs mm. just to, to help with the recovery, but that's it. And what about you've got a couple of children? Do they follow your way have you found it difficult with the school I know I hear mum saying there's such a competition about what goes in the school lunch boxes and the children give them a hard time because Johnny Brown eats this why can't I have that do you find any of those issues with the children 
No, I'm really lucky, actually. My kids don't complain about that at all. Um, uh, they are not sandwich kids, um, so they do like um, something different in their lunchbox. But I find the biggest challenge, I'm, I don't try to make them eat the same as me. Mm -hmm. uh, for me, I try to just educate them in making the best choices. Um, and it is it is difficult because my husband is the complete opposite <laughs> to me when it comes to food. <laughs> I know so, where you're going. My my husband's more on track with me now, but it's it it it's taken a while. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm nowhere near there <laughs> at the moment. But um, I just hope that you know through conversations that the children will learn mm. um, and. My son, he had low iron when he was younger. So we used to talk a lot about the foods that he would eat because they had low iron, uh, because they were high in iron. So they would make him feel better. Um, mm. So, you know, he knows that um, he's got to eat his spinach and he's got to have his broccoli with his spinach because it helps absorb the iron. Mm. And he knows that salmon will make his brain smarter. Yeah, that's the <laughs> so, way Talk to children, isn't it, though? I've got yeah. grandchildren and I speak the same way to them. If you want your brain to work, you've got to eat this. I do the same thing. It's important yeah. because they learn from that, don't they? Yeah, absolutely. So having your own business in Perth, what's your what's your passion? What was your driver to start your business, Jenny? So I actually started my business because I was miserable in the corporate world. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. yeah, so I used to be an accountant and it was boring. I wasn't helping anybody. That It just didn't give me any purpose. Um, and I actually had a bit of a midlife crisis at about, it was when I turned 40, I, <laughs> I, um, I got quite depressed and ended up going through counselling and then found a life coach and um, eventually right. idea kind of formed and I started it and in the beginning, the thought was just to do something part-time to get me away from accounting, um, but I had no idea there was such a demand for it, um, and I just, I love it. I love seeing our clients, and I love knowing that we make a difference, and you know, our clients stay with us long term. We cook them for them on a weekly basis or fortnightly basis. Um, you know, we get the ones that come in and just try it or just do it, you know, when they need a helping hand. Um, but the clients that we see regularly, we really notice a difference in their health. Um, and also for our NDIS participants, um, we notice a difference in the skills that they're building as well. So even just communication skills or their planning and decision making and stuff like that, it's really helping them. Um, so I, I really, really love that. And we just we get to know them. You know, we still cook for the first person that booked for us four years ago. So did it start in your kitchen? Like was Jenny just in her kitchen starting to cook or how did it begin? Um, it began when I made meals for a friend who was recovering from surgery and she shared them on social media and oh. a stranger sent me a message asking if I would cook meals for other people. Right. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, in the beginning it was just me driving all around Perth, cooking for people. And, and how uh, long ago is the beginning? How long have you been in business for? 
January 2020 I started, so just before oh, COVID. So not really that long. No. And look what you've done. You've built that up. How many cooks do you have? I have three now. Three altogether. Wow. Yeah. Goodness me, you're busy. Yes. And <laughs> I see that you've also in that time frame you have won some awards. Mumpreneur, you've won the Australian Emerging Mumpreneur and the Making a Difference category. Yeah, you- um, finalists for those. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which was, yeah, amazing, nominated in the first year of business, which just blew me away. Um, So finalists three years in a row. Um, And last year actually came second in WA for the Australian Achiever Awards, which um, I think that's a really, really special one because a a lot of awards, it is, you know, businesses saying why we deserve to win. But with the Australian Achiever Awards, they interviewed our clients. Right, okay. Yeah, got their feedback about the service and we received a rating of 97.76%, which was second in the state. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Um, So if your clients are all buying their own food, do do they just get it from the big four or do do you at all speak to them about farmers markets or where they source their food from? They um, have full control over that. So, um, uh, yeah, if people want organic or farmer's markets or whatever, they they can do that. So do you send them a list for this week's cooking you need to buy yeah. this, this and this? Yep, is that how it works? Yeah, so when they book, they choose their meals that they want us to cook. We put together the ingredient list and send that through to them and then they will go and buy them themselves. But for people who are too busy or can't physically get to the shops, we place an order through Coles or Woolworths. Oh, okay. That's a good yeah. idea. Yeah, yeah, gosh. That's another thing to think about, isn't it? It is. It is. I haven't gone that far in my mind. <laughs> so what does a typical week look like for you in business? What is your, how does your days plan or are they all different? They are all different. Um, they are, I guess, I don't want to say easier, but um, I mean, I used to take a lot of bookings, but now that I've got my my fabulous team behind me, I've been able to step back from the bookings and do more, you know, working on the business and building it. Um, so I have a fabulous business coach that I meet with every week who right. is helping me with my goal to take it nationally. Um, lots of networking and meeting, you know, health professionals and um, NDIS providers as well. So those word of mouth referrals are really crucial to us. Um, and following up with clients as well and just, just getting their feedback on the service and making sure it is what, what they're after and how we can do things better for them. Mm, it's, a lot, it's a lot to do in a day. Do you get a day off? Do you have any downtime? I try to. That's something that um, I've really tried to put in recently because I do have fatigue from long COVID. So I'm trying to get at least one day off in the week, um, you know, every every couple of weeks. So do a nine-day fortnight um, because even though I get, I have my weekends with the kids, but, you know, they're so busy. You need that day, don't you? How old are your children? Seven and nine. All right, so they're pretty full on, pretty busy. Yeah. They need, yeah. need you quite a lot. Yeah, mine have, all, mine have all grown up big, but my daughter's just moved to Boddington and her husband does a nine-day fortnight, so they're really enjoying it, having yeah. that day off, the extra long weekend every second weekend. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. is nice. It's it it's is. an adjustment because I am that person who generally struggles to stop. 
but I've had to force myself. (laughs) (laughs) And how many days a week do you work out, Jenny? Um, I do three. Three days. Yeah. And that's at your local gym that we've spoken about before with um, Max, isn't it? Uh, Laurie Maximilian. Oh, Laurie Maxwell. Body Transformation Studio, yeah. It's a great gym. So, Got to chat chat to Laurie soon. So what is your biggest tip, I guess, to give to people who want to try and eat healthier or have better food in their life? What would be your biggest tip? My biggest tip is not to change your way of eating all at once, just to make those small changes, change one snack. Just, you know, mm-hmm. if you just change one snack to, you know, if it's low carb you want to try, then just that one snack to low carb and do that for a week and then try your breakfast and do that for a week and until you're comfortable, mm-hmm. then move on to the next one. Because if you do it all at once, you're going to deprive yourself. Do you have many people? asking you for a low-carb approach people aware of this for as a healthy yeah. uh, alternative yeah definitely um I would say easily 50% of our clients are low-carb um, keto and many of them for health reasons yep. yeah yeah because we all know the health benefits of eating a lower carb yep. a lower carb um approach to food isn't it certainly made a difference to my life I've been been low carb probably for about six years now it's really really made a difference to my life and my energy levels and I had blood pressure problems I had high glucose problems but they've all disappeared thank goodness and I'm feeling much healthier in myself which is great so are there any other things you'd like to share with us about your business at all that we haven't covered in our little chat um look I think you've covered almost everything um yeah look I I love it I love it I didn't imagine it growing as big as it has um but now that I can see the difference we're making I just want to make that even bigger that's the um, thing, isn't it? Seeing the difference in people. So taking it nationally, how do, what does that look like? You've got to register in all different different states or yeah. is process or um yeah, well the idea is to have a cook in every every town in Australia. That would be amazing. Yeah. Um we are looking into the possibility of franchising. Um, oh yes, it's just too much. You know, a cook every in every town would be way too much for hard, me. Hard to handle. To, hard to yeah. manage. Yep. Yeah. So um, lots of lots of me's all over the place managing their team of cooks, and um, I would love to have you know a corporate place, a corporate office with you know, um, nutritionists helping with recipe development and um, place where we could train all the franchise owners on on how to grow their businesses and, right. and stuff like that. So, yeah. so if someone joins you as a staff member, there's career development might be happening for them as yeah. well, right? They can yeah. take it off on another <laughs> tangent and do their own thing. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you. I think we've just about covered everything. I'm trying to make these uh, little podcasts short and sweet so people can just listen to a 20, 30-minute uh, interview in the daytime when they've got time. And hopefully it will encourage someone in the southern area of Perth to give you a tinkle. I've got your website that I'll put in the show notes, but it's yourmeals.com.au. If anybody wants to contact Jenny, there's plenty of opportunities on this beautiful website to touch base 
And thank you for your time. I really appreciate everything that you've had to say. And let's hope this little podcast will spur someone on to get in touch and either buy your food or buy your meals or take a break from their own cooking. And they will learn something, I guess, from the meals that you provide as well and help you grow your business and spread your passion throughout. Thank you, Linda. Thank you very much. (laughs) Thank you, Jenny. We'll chat to you again soon. Bye-bye. So I stopped recording.